Yo, yo, what up everybody? It's your boy Nick Caputo, back again with another episode of the Grub from the Garden podcast. This is episode 13, and I'm going to be speaking about balancing the four elements with Kevin on Instagram, at DowTheSun. What's up, Kevin? Welcome to the show. Glad to have you on here, bro. If you want to give yourself an introduction, here you are. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me here. Finally, we made it over one one year, I think, speaking about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so my name is Kevin, and Instagram is how the sun, and I'm, I'm teaching breathwork, I'm teaching rebirthing breathwork, which is a specific kind of breathwork, but basically it's energy breathing. Um, currently I'm living in Costa Rica, I'm living in the tropics, I choose to live in the tropics for the last three years, and yeah, basically living my best life whenever I can, whenever I have the chance to. Nice, bro. So you want to start off with the breath work? Oh yeah. Um, little, what I always do, like, to start. what I what I always like to do before like um, those conversation or like even other podcasts, I've always like do a little exercise. It's called twenty connected breaths. It's a little small breathing exercise which cleans the blood, which calms down the nervous system. It's very simple. Um, it's in total we have twenty breaths. They're all connected, and each we have in total four rounds and each round is like five total breaths and the five breaths are four short breaths followed by one deep inhale and exhale. The inhale and the exhale are like the same amount, you know, like just like, and like short and the fifth long one is like just deep fully in, fully out and you do this four rounds. So one round is basically just like, And you do this for time. Okay. So I'm going to lead that um, very quick. Um, we can close our eyes. And we can take one cleansing inhale and exhale. One deep in and out before we start. And then four short followed by one deep long. And long. And long out. Also the nose. Four short, one long. Second round. Nice. And the third round. Four short, one long. Beautiful, last round, four short, one long. Beautiful, you can keep your eyes closed for a few seconds. Just observe if anything changed. It's a perfect little exercise to come back into your body, into, into the now. And it's a perfect air purification tool as well to cleanse yourself from all kinds of energies. All right. 
All right, that was good. But thank you, bro. Yeah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> I like that. That was new for me. Simple, but good. Real good. Yeah, it's that's like basically. Ah, yeah, like the the twenty connected breaths are like very very similar to the rebirthing breath work which I teach. Like so, it's basically conscious mm-hmm. connected breathing. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so let's get into it. I mean, if you want to start, so basically what we talked about before, how we kind of want to guide this through is, in a sense, like going over each element where we kind of feel like we can nourish ourselves with that element and where a deficiency of that element can result in using it as a distraction or you know falling into the disease area of that, that element when there's imbalance. So mm-hmm. I guess we could start with mm-hmm. air, considering we just you know started with some breath. We could start with air, maybe do like air, fire, water, earth, or yeah, you know, yeah. talk and, about them however yeah, they come yeah. into relevance. For sure, we can do that. Um, I just want to uh, say one more thing, like why, in my opinion, like the the work with the elements is so important, um, and like mostly I or we use it, um, the elements for spiritual purification practices. Like this is like thousands of years or like all cultures are working with the elements to like kind of like clean themselves from emotional energy pollution for example and like cleaning their spiritual body their energy body right um so this is my biggest why i'm like teaching people like to work with the elements it is spiritual purification um as like when we don't cleanse ourselves from energy pollution which is basically everywhere as you know like especially when you are under humans and like people are like full of negative energy you because our chakras are like spinning all the time like we are catching up energy pollution right like it's an energetic thing people are not dying from disease mostly they're by dying because of energy pollution which is in the end also food right if you're like eating something which is not designed for you it's energy pollution as well um and the elements are like the elements are like the the main role to to cleanse your energy body um even if you are like in terms of diet and like how you eat which is become later to that for example the earth element so um we have the mind energy but and then we have the four four elements the mind and energy is an element as well if you if you want to say it like that and then we have earth air water fire which are like the fundamental elements of consciousness um, both like divine and like for a human body because like um, the elements are like the physical qualities of God I like to say and we are God and blood our blood is the integration of all four elements um, and everything in this physical plane is made of, of of the four elements so it's like a major rule which most of us are not aware of um, so yeah um we can jump into the, the certain elements and speak about them. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. A couple of things I want to say too, just in general, um, overall. So I explain this in my book, organic AI, basically just a breakdown of the etymology of the word element, right? What is an element? So, I mean, L is usually used to describe either God or the devil, which are essentially the same thing. And then meant is mental mind. So, you know, anything with the, like, government is to control the mind. Govern is to control, meant is mind. 
So element is basically like the mental states of God, the potential mental states of God or emotional states of God, um, which is you, which is, you know, physical form. Earth in physical form is, you know, God in physical form. So basically all things physical are one of the four elements or a combination of the four elements. And everything that we, everything we know as real in our reality in this 3D world is comprised of the four elements and ether or what i guess you could say is mind um one thing i would say is like i mean you can i've associated specific elements with specific aspects of our human experience as well so like air would be the element of intellect for example where like the breath pattern controls the thought pattern and then you know water would be like the element of emotion earth would be the element of like earthly pleasure or like lust or like physical pleasure and then mm. fire would be the element mm. of transformation or passion. Totally. Totally. Uh-huh. Agree. So, yeah, I guess we could go into air first if that's if that's what works. I feel like you, uh-huh. the floor is yours. You can go first. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the air element is obviously the breath of the pranayama, the breathing. That's like the main, main thing when we speak about air purification. Um so like the simple the simple energy breathing basically we're not just breathing air we're breathing energy that's like the element um and like the rebirthing breathwork or the breathwork in general is like the simple pranayama of like a newborn baby so infants for example they merge like the inhale with the exhale in the continuous rhythm and that's like why they are like so divine and like (laughs) i mean we are divine too but like they are they are like when you see baby you're just like in in like in awe right like you're just like in peace so that's because like they're always merging the inner with the exhale they're always cleansing their energy field with the breath basically um so yeah i mean the breath work is the number one tool in in my daily life to cleanse the energy pollution and to clean myself internal but also external from from all kinds of uh emotional pollutions right so what i always like to say with the air is when you see ourselves, like not just the physical body like when you go deeper into the energetic body as you know like the energetic body is you can see the energetic body as like a, a glass full of dirt mud you know like on the on the bottom and like when you breathe you start pouring in fresh fresh water continuously you st- Pouring in fresh water in that glass of dirt, right? And like you pour in, you pour in, you breathe and breathe and breathe, and like eventually, like the glass, the, the the mud will overflow, and the water in the glass will be clean, and that's basically your energy body. So, breathing is like the number one uh, aspect uh, when in form of cleansing and um, yeah, like to learn how to breathe, right? Like um, it's conscious breathing, not just we are all breathing, but like to make it conscious, to make it a conscious thing, to learn really to, how to breathe energy as well as air and to master it. And yeah, that's like what I can say about air, really. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, everyone listening to the podcast knows how much I value the breath and the importance that I've put into the earth, uh, to the air element as well. So I guess we could uh, just move on to, you know, what happens when or what has the potential of happening when we 
when we are not in full alignment with the air element, when it is imbalanced, whether that is from shallow breathing or, you know, mouth breathing or interrupting the breath rhythm, what are some things um, from your perspective that are able to manifest from, you know, this lack or this deficiency in air element or imbalance? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, overall, I think we are not healthy overall when we, when we lack in any of those elements because ultimate health is just achieved once we like learn how to purify ourselves on an energy energetic level um, it's not just done um being just in the physical and like eating healthy like you really have to consider the energetic field you know um so what i what i've just came into me into my mind the other day was like when you are like not breathing conscious and you're not you know doing it in that way like it might manifest in other ways which are not optimum for human health so for example like smoking i don't know it was just came into my mind because when you smoke you make the inhale and the exhale kind of conscious and like you also combine the fire element when you smoke you combine basically the air element and the fire element which is why i think it has such a calming effect to to humans um energetically you know because they're working basically mm-hmm. with the elements they're working with fire and the, the, the breath with, with the air but it's not optimum you know like um it works kind of on an energetic level it kind of works but in the long term in the long like run, a snooze button in a sense yeah the, yeah the physical body will, will suffer from that <laughs> um yeah uh i mean shallow breathing um shallow life and like the quality the quality how we breathe that determines the quality how we live in in the physical and in the spiritual world yeah and back to the conscious breathing um emphasis which i think is very important i agree with you on that like if we think of the breath pattern as the manifestation pattern you know we we manifest and we create through the through the breath patterns you know if we aren't conscious of our breathing that means our breathing is essentially on autopilot, which means mm. the manifestation is essentially mm. on autopilot. So the way that we experience life is essentially random and seeming like we're in, we're not in control because things are just manifesting on autopilot because we're allowing the breath to be on autopilot. So in that sense, when we decide to stay conscious of the breath and stay in control of the rhythm, then we can in some way stay in control of the rhythm of the way things unfold in life and the way that we manifest. Absolutely, and when you do the conscious breathing, then also uh, observe your mind and control your mind. Because when you're breathing conscious and you're thinking negative, then like you're just making everything you're manifesting even faster the negative. Because every inhale Definitely. you're fueling the manifestation, and like you, if your act- actions, your exhales, you're putting it out there. And if you're thinking negatively, then like you're just making it faster. <laughs> so. Great point. Great point. Mm-hmm. Definitely good to think of things on both sides. Yeah, you're gonna manifest yeah. whatever's in there, whatever you're thinking. So it's a good point to, uh-huh. to emphasize. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that pretty much sums up the earth element. Unless there's anything else you want to add before you move the, on. The, the air, no, like that's. I think that's the the. That's it with the air element, and I would like to go in the fire. There is, then. There is actually one. There is oh, actually yeah. one more thing that I wanted to mention. So. Um, when I was in Hawaii, uh, on Maui, actually the same guy who owns the farm that I'm going to be hosting the festival uh, in March at, same guy who, you know, on the farm that we hosted it at in November, um, 
I've had a couple of cool conversations with him, and he um, mentioned to me, or we had a conversation which was pretty cool about the elements in what he calls trials, elemental trials. So, what this is is that um, he put like there's specific scenarios that people can get put in to kind of push them past like their you know their walls. We have these walls, how it relates to each element that we kind of like hold ourselves back in life from or we hold these emotional attachments inside of these boxes how it relates to specific elements so these trials are basically just things in nature relating to the elements that can push us out of our comfort zone so the one for air is usually centered around heights so the air element trial usually involves walking on like a walkway like very high up where there's no railings and you just you have to walk across or something where you're you know you have to allow your mind to accept the potential for the you know the height to be scary and allow the feelings to go through to push past and then you know as we get into the other elements i guess i can mention each one i think it's just something cool to add so the mm-hmm. the air element trial would mm-hmm. be expose yourself to heights that scare you some people and not everyone needs necessarily each trial because some of us are stronger or more balanced in other elements than we do in in others or that we are in others so you may you know find the air, the air element challenge you know being exposed to heights super easy and then you know the fire one or the earth one to be like totally different and totally difficult so yeah yeah it felt like something fun to add since we're on this element topic overall yeah yeah beautiful um i mean like in in the end like we have to balance all the elements and not just focus on one specific then we also create unbalance as like each element has like definitely is like masculine or feminine like the, the 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 air the breath the air would be like more the masculine aspect uh, in, in things like and like the earth is like the, also it's more the feminine and the fire is the masculine again and then what else the water is the feminine again so it's the balance for sure yep all right let's move on to fire so this whole podcast episode was inspired by your post about uh-huh. fire which i thought was pretty brilliant um so yeah, go ahead and share. Floor is yours. Yeah, my, my my Instagram post was mainly determined like because of because of the the imbalance and like the um how to say what how did I mention like um, we don't give it enough value the fire and most people are ignorant to fire, to fire or like put it down and like say it's a negative thing it's a bad thing like you know even in the raw community or like fraternity community they they demonize fire you know as like the fall of mankind and what else not you know and so because they're focusing on the cooking aspect but like they just put the fire totally away and like not wanting to be in touch with it at all um but in my opinion in my personal experience fire is one of the the main cleansers which can burn energy pollution out of an energetic field like I, I wrote that in my post like our chakras are like when we are sitting with an open flame our chakras merging in merging with the flame the open flame and the fire burns away everything which needs to be, be cleansed in our energetic field um, so for example when we sit uh, or like sleep on an open flame the wheels of our uh, body turns through the flames and are cleansed and um, it's like the also the number one tool to to free yourself and 
to heal your death urge, which we all have. I don't know if you ever heard about the death urge, but like the death urge is basically like an entity which we all have in ourselves, um, which which says somehow that de death is like not inventable, uh, inv um, like death will occur no matter what, like that's a death urge. And uh, basically once in that moment we have a death urge, we can't live fully free because we, when I ask you like, you will die one day or what age you will die and you tell me like you will die with 80 then how can you live fully and free uh you know when you like count your days basically down until you're that age you know and obviously you also will manifest that into your life right like that's like the death urge which we all carry around which we catch up from society parents school people in our environment die because they're all not immortal yogis because they're all having like death like behaviors with their diet with their lifestyle with everything so we ha all have a huge death urge um, um which it's which is nice to clean and like uh heal step by step um and yes yeah, someone wrote in the comments yes leonard or <laughs> yeah this the, all the stuff is not just from leonard or he just um, is like the new new age founder or discoverer of all this stuff this is all ancient stuff and he's also the founder of rebirthing breathwork by the way um so yeah, yeah there's um, in my personal experience i could i could you know say the same thing i've definitely noticed a lot of uh you know whether you know i haven't always like verbalized it to myself or like rationalized it but there is something about sitting next to a fire that gives you a feeling that nothing else does and in, uh, you know, you could go into like yoga, like the eight limbs of Patanjali or Raha Yoga, you have the Yamas and the Niyamas. And part of the Niyamas are, um, the third part is the Tapas, which of, of which there are five. So these include, you know, fasting, uh, Trataka, which is like the concentration on one point, like staring at a candle. Um, this is in also includes the Pranayama, the breath work, which is also the fourth limb altogether. And then you have subjecting the body to the heat of a fire and exposing the body to the sun. So this all kind of revolves around that fire element. This is actually a pretty foundational aspect of yoga that is like the, the not yoga pants and sexualized stretching yoga. Like the yoga of like cleansing the body to prepare for you know deeper states of meditation. So the fire element is very much involved in that. Yeah, in, in all traditions and cultures, I mean, in ancient in India, they have all fire temples and they're working with that all the time. But in our modern world, modern society, we have now ovens, electrical ovens, we have like microwaves and all that stuff, all that shit, which like just disconnects us even more like from real fire, from actual fire. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like fire may be the highest element of God or because like it requires the most intelligence to use like we can destroy with fire we can make things worse with fire and like nuclear war or like smoking cooking food is like all that's all involuntary fire purification for people who are like unconscious or unwilling to do it unconscious to do it consciously and freely um and another thing mm. i want to mention about fire is like fire moves upwards like you know like water moves downwards fire moves upwards that's like the masculine aspect as well so it moves upwards in the heavens it moves upwards the heavens the sky so when you surrender your thoughts or your prayers or your gratitude or like offerings that's why people do offerings in, in front of fire 
um, or like wishes to the fire, it transforms them and it releases them into the most powerful form of energy moving into the eternal, like into the eternal plane, right? So I, I found mm. that very interesting to to be aware of and like integrate it into your life. Like that's why people make like fire ceremonies and like no matter what it is, you know, because because of that thing to make the manifestations and offerings and wishes just way way more powerful and like uh, effective right and also surrendering your pain and negative thoughts to the fire uh, so it can burn it it can cleanse it it can burn it away for you you know um, yeah for sure and, and then we also have in traditional chinese medicine the emotion of the fire element emotion would be anger which i feel like society is also very much disconnected with where we are taught that anger is a bad thing and that we shouldn't be expressing anger, you know, and in society we can't express anger around other people or it has to be something that's so controlled and, you know, like put in a box and it just is more, you know, fire element, I feel like, you know, out of touchness. Disconnection. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've experienced it, if you've experienced a lot with fire consciously, um, but like, um, when I started to to uh, work with the spiritual practices, the spiritual purification practices, um, in at that island where I learned where, where I learned about rebirthing increase, it was also part the, to like work with the elements and like I was basically sitting and like I was creating and sitting with my own fire every night at the beach and like really sitting with it for hours, for hours and hours and mm-hmm. breathing with it and like. And very interesting thing is like fire will bring up your exhaustion and it will make you tired Mm. intellectual. It will make you tired in your mind, which will drop you. So what I'm wanting to say with that is it's way easier to drop into like deep, deep, deep meditative states and stuff like that with the fire as it makes you tired in your monkey mind. Um, Mm. So once I like... uh, did all these practices with the fire and sitting for hours at the fire, I realized like the fire fuels me. It really fuels me. It gives me so much energy. Um, and like I was sitting with the fire until 1, 2 p.m. And then I tried to go to bed and I was not able to sleep. Like there was no way I could sleep. Um, it was annoying back then because, you know, we are so conditioned that we have to sleep. And like when we don't sleep, that's not good, blah, blah, blah. Um, once I surrendered to it and I just didn't sleep and I was sitting with a fire, I was laying next to the fire and just watching to the sky. And the next day I was not tired at all. And this was like for an entire week where, where I almost didn't sleep, you know? Um, so this is a very, very powerful tool, uh, thing too. And I mean, open flames are obviously like the best thing if you have a bonfire or something, but like try to sleep with 20, 30 candles in your room and you will feel the effect already, you know. Mm. Um, obviously, try to get, like, non-toxic candles. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Yeah. Coconut wax. Yeah, yeah. Elite. And I think they try fasting, by the way. Yeah. It just came to yeah, me yeah. also. Try fasting. Um, I think it's also, like, a fire element for some reason. Because, like... Uh, mm. I mean, the negative energy in dry fasting gets eliminated and karmic patterns are, like, are burned away, right? Like the chakras are opened up because of the self-introduced heat in your body. 
which is fire, to mm. clean the nadis, you know, the energy centers. So I think dry yeah. fasting could be usually like fasting and diet would be earth, but I think dry fasting maybe goes also into the fire somehow. Um, yeah, I could see that dry fasting being more fire element, more just literally purging than it is, yeah. you know, re rehydrating, not really adding water element in, mostly just letting the fire do its mm -hmm. thing. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sun gazing and like taking sun baths, that's also fire, you know. Um, mm. even though I recommend like to create your own open flame, you know, because it has your energy, it has your intelligence, you know, like your consciousness because you created that fire. Mm. It's like you basically. Interesting. That's a cool uh -huh. way to think of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know me, I am definitely quite, quite the sun enthusiast. <laughs> I definitely yeah. like to get naked out in the sun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the feeling of being actually in the heat, like in the heat of a fire, like up close to it is a different experience than being in the sun. And I think both are valuable in their own regard. Of course, they're yeah. both fire element, um, mm -hmm. type things, but I feel like there is a difference definitely with being in front of the fire directly, especially at night compared to being in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. Totally. I would also know like. Because I was, I, I had a phase in my life where I was like thinking, like, uh, is fire even natural or is it a distraction, you know, um, like actual fire, the flame, mm -hmm. and maybe the fire element, the real one is like the sun. Um, but I experienced it by myself, you know, um, it's just my own experience where I'm like, no, like the actual open flame, it does a lot. It does a lot uh, Definitely. For, for, for my whole mood, for how I feel and everything, like, yeah. Same with the breathing, right? I feel like it's right? kind of it's... like a download. Yeah. Like looking into the fire, it's like the way that the fire actually burns and the way that the flames move, like it's all, you know, it's the conscious flow, like that rhythm and that geometry is all basically like an embodiment of kind of like where you're at, like your thoughts, your feelings, your aura, like you being around it. And I've noticed, I mean, I've been curious and I do a lot of trial and error. I've been like in the car right where there is like no wind or no anything like no external force kind of and just had a candle like an open flame and then played different music and you can actually watch the flame dance to the music so the fire mm -hmm. is almost like the visual representation the way that the flame burns and moves is actually like a visual visual representation of all the energy around it otherwise the flame would just be completely silky smooth just like water and once the wind is is in there and emotions of you or whoever's around is in there and you know the way that the bugs are making noises or like like we hear in the background where you're at in the jungle which mm. is amazing <laughs> you know all of that is kind of structuring this flame to, to be what it is so when you're looking at the flame it's kind of like a visual representation of what you're feeling in a sense mm -hmm. yeah the, the fire speaks to you like you can ask the fire questions and like if you're like conscious enough and like aware enough like you can you can see and you can speak with it and like it's a, it's it's truly magical like uh you, you know like even if you if you see it in the movement but sometimes it also just like makes some crazy sound you know because the wood like i don't know something cracks and like and in mm -hmm. that moment you were thinking or something and also it 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 really wants your attention like that's another thing like fire really wants that in that moment you're not 
giving it attention, especially like you open a huge fire, um, it will get it get its attention back with like you know maybe the fire gets too big or it makes like some crazy sound like you know it, so you come back to it in the present moment and you are like with the fire. Yeah. Interesting. I've definitely felt that like it wants attention like and you feel like drawn to like give it that attention especially as a kid i felt that oh yeah i mean i i talked to you about that in, in my post too like when i was a child i was so attracted to fire and and people are probably still attracted to fire without knowing it and that's why they maybe smoke and that's why they are like interested in like shooting guns and like war and nuclear war and like all these things um because they have that desire for for the fire and you know that was the thing i was asking myself is it also like the cooking aspect why why uh why we cook food because we have that that need and the desire for fire but we don't really satisfy ourselves um satisfy that desire and so unconsciously like we do like all way. these things you know yeah definitely super powerful topic Mm-hmm. The trial for mm-hmm. the fire element, so the air one being the heights, the fire one is um, walking across fire. So being able to kind of, you know, break past like the fear of fire where, you know, whether it's hot rocks or something where you, you walk across and you overcome the fear of being like, you know, in contact with the flame. Not in the sense where it like burns your feet. And you like stand on the hot rocks till your feet burn, but just the matter of you know walking across maybe on top or just you know exposing yourself to the fire in a way that makes you uncomfortable and pushes you past a, a mental limit. That would be the trial for mm. fire element. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything else to add to the fire element, or do we want to move on to water? I mean, as I, like I mentioned before, I think fire is one of the most underrated elements. So, um, because everybody knows about breathwork, everybody knows about I don't know grounding, but like fire. So I would recommend like just like experimenting with that. You know, like uh, light some candles at night and just meditate on them or breathe with them or you know just um, feel the effects, the positive effects which fire brings you into your life. Yeah, we just got a comment. Um about this uh, person was at the festival on Maui uh, when we did the the festival at that farm. And while we were there, we had a rainwater hot tub and it was wood fired. Also the the sauna was wood fired. So Mm. I definitely felt like a more interesting um, feeling. It wasn't like any other hot tub or sauna that I've ever been in. It was very different um, with the wood fire compared to like the stone sauna um, with the hot rocks or the um, you know, like a regular hot tub, which I haven't been in forever because of chlorine, but this one was rainwater and it was powered by a wood fire, which was super intense. Honestly, a lot of mm. times, in, you know, in the beginning, it was like way too hot for any of us to go in, but we kind of pushed ourselves in and I'm standing there and my legs are burning, but I was like something about <laughs> this, like still draws me in. Like, I still want to feel like a part of this. It's like kind of, yeah, like all the elements combined. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would bring us perfectly into the next element, um, which is water. <laughs> and if, yeah. if you don't have anything to say, we'll fire. Like, um, yeah, I think I'm good on fire overall. Okay, okay. We covered pretty much everything, I think. Because it's interesting, as you say, like the fi- the water was 
like heated by the fire, so it was warm water, it was hot water, which has totally different effects than like cold water. Um, for example, warm water, warm water opens up your chakras, you know, the warm, the heat opens up the chakras, which uh, has its own benefits, you know, and, and on, its own cleansing uh, effects. And also like warm water and hot water brings you into um, an pre-natal pre state, you know, that, that pre-natal state where you were in the womb, because in the womb you are in water, which is kind of mm -hmm. warm. So warm. it brings you also yeah. into that state, you know, where you are like mm. protected and safe and like in the womb of your mother and, you know, all those things. Wow, that's um, interesting. I never thought of it like that. But yeah. as a kid, like I used to love hot tub and always used to feel like safe in the hot tub. I used to like go underwater in the hot tub and like listen to like the, the silence in the hot water and just feel so like relaxed in there. Yeah, which I totally recommend that you do, like, that, that everybody does that, you know, on a daily basis. I mean, like showers and like total immersions are like necessary for like a full understanding of water purification. Um, like the daily ba daily bathing, if you have the chance to uh, cleanse the energy body so, so much. Um, like I recommend like cleansing yourself with water at least twice a day. You know, what I'm doing um, is like every time when I feel like, okay, I, I, I need like some reset or I like, you know, I had like a strange experience or like I'm stressed or whatever, or like I'm anxious. I'm just jumping here into the water hole, which is a natural water hole here in where I live, you know, like from the mountains. Um, and immediately I feel the benefits. But even the shower, I feel immediately the benefit of a shower. You know, we all know it. We all take a shower and we feel after like kind of like cleansed, not just physically, but also if we do it consciously, we, we feel just good energetically, you know. <clears throat> so, Definitely. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I'm not much of a shower guy. It's been almost two years for me with no showers, um, at wow. least when I'm in New Jersey. Like, you know, I just don't trust the tap water here. But, I mean, when mm. I'm in Hawaii, when I was just in Nicaragua, you know, going in the ocean is a whole different story for me. Or, you know, when I was in Hawaii, going to, like, the rivers or, like, the, you know, the areas where the water comes from in the mountains, like the Ia Valley and stuff. Just, you can totally, like, from me not bathing every day and realizing that, like, you know, kind of having that contrasting experience you really do notice how cleansing letting water pass through and around your body really can be. Yeah. You know, like you, I kind of notice it from not showering for a period of time that it's like, my body is almost like craving that like cleanse and water is the element of emotion. Like I mentioned in the beginning. So it's like a lot of emotional energy, you know, builds up. And as we allow water to kind of pass through us, it kind of like absorbs the emotion with it. And the ocean yeah. is kind of like the emotional yeah. body of the collective in physical form in a sense, where mm. like all of the emotions are kind mm. of like eventually return back to the ocean. All the water eventually returns back to the ocean. So I feel going in the ocean has been like the main, like biggest, like, tr you know, emotional purging, like practice for me going in the ocean specifically. Yeah, I mean, I recommend natural water sources for sure. Uh, over over the other ones um but I, I had that thought too when i was like last summer in germany or like the year before when i was in europe um i mean we don't have that bad water i think than in the u.s in germany but like it's still still kind of bad 
Um, and I was thinking like, yeah, should I, maybe I should not shower, you know, and I didn't shower for a while too. Um, but I really, really felt the difference. And um, for me personally, like the energetic cleaning goes over the physical aspects because like the, the physical, physical body, you know, it's just like a, a manifestation manifestation of the energetic body. So I'm focusing more on the energetic cleansing, mm. which will affect in the end the physical anyways. If I'm like energetically not like clean, uh, my physical body, you know, will also not like be clean. And I tried out, you know, like, I don't know um, just how you feel, if you feel mm. any difference energetically. I mean, we are not that effective as we think, you know, like we won't, like I don't know, we are so powerful, like energetically and physically. Um, it's it's honestly most of the time, very very often, it's just in our mind, like um, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a kid, I definitely used to love showering, and you know, before I knew about the water quality or whatever, I used to just it was like my favorite part of the day, going in the shower and sit in the hot water for like forty minutes, and just like enjoy basking it for yeah. you know my time. And think in there and just, you know, feel everything in there. So, yeah, totally, totally powerful. I have been thinking about it a little bit lately. Because now that, like, you know, it's kind of cold here. I'm kind of just here, like, healing my foot and stuff. And, like, my hair mm. gets dry and certain things get dry. Um, I mean, it's not like I haven't been putting any water on me. Like, I still do use, like, the spray bottle with the urine. So it is, in a mm. sense, still, like, liquid passing through my body and whatever. But it's not... It's not the same. It's not a shower. Mm. Just got to just got to get the parents mm. on the reverse osmosis wave, and that will be good. To yeah, go. I mean, do the do the best you can. Always, you know, like if you if you have the chance to filter your water, filter it obviously, but like also don't be too afraid of whatever could be in the water. Like for me, I I need that energetic cleanse. Um, I mean, I avoid also. That's the reason mm -hmm. why I live here. You know, that's. I choose to live here also for a reason for the water quality. Like the tap water here is coming straight from the well or the spring, so I'm I'm fine with that, you know. Exactly. Um, That's and how I have I the ocean and have too. everything. Um, but like I would not freak out about that. Like, um, uh, yeah, like, and what you said, like, um, I like that too. Like thinking in the shower in the water that you like you did that and you like that. That's because like I feel when I'm thinking in a in a bathtub or something like it brings me the most it brings me the most profound insights and like i'm so deep in meditation when i'm just thinking in a bathtub when i'm thinking here i'm just thinking <laughs> but when i'm immersed in water yeah. and like it just comes through me and um i it's mean like we downloads. are water right we are water beings like 80 percent or i don't know how much much water we are so like the intelligence of the water speaks to our our water and our intelligence you know it's like all connected um and as you said the emotional mind is like the water res represents our emotional mind uh, the emotional world but also the subconscious mind and our dreams that's also water um yeah yeah uh -huh. i've noticed the same kind of downloads in the ocean too like i'll be out surfing sitting waiting for waves and like just some serious thoughts come through and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't write this down. Like I'm out here in the water and just like that, that concept, like that's happened to me so many times where like I'm swimming or I'm free diving or I'm surfing. And like, I just get like these downloads while I'm out there. And then like, I get all excited when I get back to the beach to like 
get to my phone or get to a notebook and like write everything down. It's like all the, the purest, mm. like cleanest thoughts come from in that state, like out there in the water. And I mean, I, I'm guessing you've seen my post about how I theorize that we are basically like a semi-aquatic species and that, you know, we spent a great deal of our history in water, you know, with the webbings in our hands, you know, between our fingers and toes and the way our skin adjusts to give us grip on rocks and gripping the water as we, you know, spend more time in water and how then they adjust to land. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different um, kind of evidences that I see that we are definitely designed to spend time in water consistently. Absolutely agree. We are water beings and um, that's why like immersing yourself in water, full body, you know, with the corona and everything, not just showering. It's like big, big difference. And obviously mm. the hydration of your body is water too, right? <laughs> it's also like definitely, hydrating definitely. yourself and with a hydrating diet and like hydrating, actually hydrating liquids and not just uh, bottled water and living um, stuff. Yeah. Living, living water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would be and yeah, your coconut water, your juice, your fruit, all the, the, all the sacred fluids, <laughs> urine, all that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's uh, one more add on when you you said like when you're surfing and when you're doing all those um, sport activities in the water, you're getting the downloads, and for me, this is just like because we're combining elements, which makes it even more powerful. Like when you're surfing, you're combining mm -hmm. kind of the breath because like it's like kind of, you know, like you breathe in a conscious way when you're exercising, when you're running. Or oh, you got to be. And, yeah, definitely. And you have the water and you have the water. And for example, in rebirthing after, after, after a person received like eight, eight, nine t sessions uh, and like they kind of like uh, healed their breathing mechanism and like, are able to integrate the energy um, we do like water sessions with them which is mm. 10 times more powerful like usually after when you do like a normal session like the person needs like 30 minutes 40 minutes sometimes an hour until they go into that so-called energy cycle and when you go into with them into the water especially like warm or cold water they go into that energy cycle um, where basically the energy cycle is basically where you don't breathe the you don't breathe the breath, the breath breathes you, you know, it's just like, you're like totally surrendering mm. to the breath. So in water, this happens just like after five, 10 minutes, you know, so um, because you're combining the elements and you're going also in that infant state again, where you're in the womb. Um, so I think in that, in that sense, what, what you said, like with the sports, it's because you're combining elements, same when you are running, you're doing like, the earth element because exercising is earth kind of as well and like the breathing you know um, yeah that would be actually the perfect Make perfect for the earth element now transition <laughs> transition yeah, yeah okay that's that works for me <laughs> uh actually just before we go in the trial for the water element is basically like they would take you out to like the middle of the ocean where you can't see land anywhere and they would drop you off in the water to float and they go and you know you kind of have to trust that they're coming back or that you know nothing's going to eat you or you know that you're safe in that mass amount of water where there is just nothing but water in every direction um and some people freak out you know it's really hard to you know find your balance and find your center um in that scenario for people that would be one for me that is an easy one <laughs> 
I would love to, you know, just be in the middle of the ocean and float and be out there in that state. Um, whereas, like, the heights is a little more of a little more of a challenge for me. So the air element um, trial is a little more of a challenge for me than the water element would be. And that could be totally different for other people. Some people could be like, oh, yeah, I could totally, like, you know, stand at the edge of a cliff that's at 200,000 feet and just be fine. But I, I can't go out in the ocean and swim by myself with no, with no land to see. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Too. Yeah, that trial is really interesting because like, I think water teaches us to completely surrender. Like if you don't surrender, you will drown. Mm. Right. Mm. So, like water is like surrendering feminine, you know, feminine energy, surrender. Let yeah. go. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Yeah, let's move on to the earth element. Earth, yeah. I mean, Earth is obviously grounding, <laughs> walking barefoot on, on Mother Earth. That's obviously grounding. Um, but also, like, ground, uh, Earth means movement, food mastery, and even work, you know, having, like, a, a purpose where we serve other people and the world and ourselves. That's also all part of the Earth element um, to balance the Earth element out, to incorporate all those things. So obviously food as well you know like food mastery overcoming the desire for food or like like coming out of food slavery you know which is basically where most people are in you know um and as we all know in this community most people die not from hunger but like from overeating and gluttony <laughs> um so like regularly fasting is like almost crucial for the earth element um really regular you even like when you do it once a day once a week you know or like whatever whatever you want to choose but like doing it regularly um is like perfect to balance the element out um and obviously yeah we finding... can say basically that the gluttony is like an overdose of earth element in a sense uh -huh. where yeah sometimes it, it, it can be an imbalance it's like there's too much earth element so in order for us to be actually adequately balanced in our earth element we don't need as much as we sometimes think we do and we need to balance with, you know, more liquid, more water, you know, more coconut water, more like fruit, more liquid stuff and more air element, more fire element. And I feel like at the same time, we, we tend to notice that when we fast and we are kind of restoring balance by adding in some of these other things that we don't do when we're eating a lot, the breath work and sun gazing and, you know, more fire element, more water element. We tend to not want as much earth element either. We kind of that balance kind of finds itself and it's easier to stay within that scope of how much earth element we actually need to be taking in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful said. And also, I guess, I agree. something, like, what does it mean to be grounded? What does grounding actually mean? What is, what, how would you describe, like, the feeling of being grounded? For me, I feel like it's being connected, being connected to the surroundings, being connected to the ground and all things that manifest from the ground. Um, it's not necessarily just walking barefoot, which no. is, you know, the, the practice no. of grounding is just being barefoot on the ground, but grounding and being grounded is something that involves being connected. So that's why they say food is grounding. You know, you eat something to be grounded, you know, you're eating from a tree in that area to be connected. You know, that tree has been sitting there for who knows how many years and it has accumulated information of the land and of the surroundings and of the climate and of the cycles. And when you consume that fruit from that tree, you're not just, you know, exchanging, you know, fluids. You're also exchanging information. So that feeling of being grounded, the way that food grounds us, is that it actually does give us a sense 
of the information of the area that we're in and of the environment and of the cycles. So that's really what grounded is to me. Would you describe it any differently or add anything to that? For me, grounding would be like anything which has to do with the physical form. That would be grounding for me. Like mm. loving your body, being in your body, you know, like massaging, getting massaging, exercising, having sex, uh, uh, all these things like body work, even mm. playing music, instruments, dancing, uh, that, that they're all grounding aspects for me and like earth element as well. Mm. You know? I like um, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's all earthing, right? Like you don't have to all the time touch the ground. You know? like it's your physical body is is grounding too so be in your body and be good to your body as well like you know like enjoy your mm -hmm. body <laughs> yeah and i mean earth is the element of pleasure of you know earthly yeah. pleasures and at least that's emotionally so you know the earth element is essential for us to have physical bodies you know for us to be able to experience the pleasures and um, everything that comes with that the taste the textures the feelings when it comes to sex or dancing or you know, movement, whatever it is, that is all earth elements. So that is the, the element of that pleasure. And it can also be the element of lust, which in my opinion is kind of like the abuse of pleasure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like an overuse of pleasure would be lust. But I don't really necessarily think that lust is a bad thing to be demonized. I feel like lust is just a synonym for the enjoyment of earthly pleasure. Um, it kind of has the tendency to be overdone just like anything. And the earth element does tend to be the element that we all kind of tend to overdo in a sense. But, I mean, lust in, like, for what it actually is, you know, the enjoyment of pleasure, you know, to enjoy the physical body of your partner that you're having sex with isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just shouldn't be the, no. the only main focus in that encounter. Just like, you know, enjoying the pleasure of food should not be demonized. You should eat and enjoy what you eat. But at the same time, enjoying the food shouldn't be the only reason that you're consuming something. It's also to communicate. It's also to, you know, get, get a connection, get some information, you know, maybe share vibes with the people you're eating with, you know, get on the same level as someone in that, you know, same frequency as mm. someone in that respect. So I feel like lust isn't inherently a bad thing, but the overuse of lust has a tendency to be detrimental to us, just like the overuse of anything does. It's it's the balance, you know, like like always. It's, it's the balance of everything. You can have like... Uh, sex in, in a very lustful way, you know, like very animalistic. You can have sex in a spiritual way. You can have tantric sex. You can have whatever, you know, like it's like whatever you feel and it's a balancing overall, you know, um, and whatever is like right right for you in this moment, I guess, you know, without shaming yourself and like um, uh, doubting, yourself, doubting yourself, you know. Um, in the end, it's just all the thought, like whatever you think is creating your reality, you know, and when you're thinking that you're, th you're doing like bad stuff, you're just creating more, more of that reality for you as thought is creative. Um, one more thing about the earth, <clears throat> uh, like to balance the earth element out or like to practice more the earth element, it's also like um, it involves the mastery of sleep, which I also mentioned a little bit with the fire, but like mm. sleep is also like, kind of earth element and sleep is also like a a, mi a minor death it's like unconsciousness that leads to eventually big sleep right death so sleep is like involuntary entrance to the astral world as well it is suppression of unpleasant emotions it's an escaping mechanism um, and when we can master sleep by staying awake for example 
all night during a full moon or a, a new moon or whatever as often as possible um, we can like increase the earth element and our life force as well you know um, yes I mean it's all connected I mean when once we are getting like into the, the getting out of the food slavery and getting more energy and like it's all connected so we are like in the end like just like um, um, supernatural beings you know who don't really have to sleep um, as like when you're wasting not just like physically but way more energetically your energy all the time and you're not cleansing your energetic body of course you have to sleep but like once it becomes more conscious Definitely. and like careful careful about your energies and cleaning them on a regular basis you can avoid sleeping that much and eventually avoid dying you know who knows like <laughs> let's talk about that in 100 years but like <laughs> yeah <that's the> theory. <laughs> For sure. yeah sleep is an interesting one too i've definitely gone down the rabbit hole of experience when it comes to the sleeping and not necessarily sleep deprivation but like the loss of desire for sleep when you know your energies are, are really aligned like when i've done my longest fast like you know after i did the long juice fast and then went into the urine fast and then went into you know dry after i stopped peeing i i didn't sleep for seven days in a row for the last seven days of that dry fast and I, you know i called it a breath fast because it didn't feel dry but it um the sleep just felt totally unnecessary for me like even just sitting up like just kind of being like the ethereal and the physical were like merged in a sense where like i was able to kind of tap in and out throughout the day and throughout the night and like even if i was sitting up like against a wall it was still like i could kind of sleep consciously and go in and come out and go in and come out and kind of you know still be conscious of my breathing while doing so and it was uh definitely an interesting concept and now you know as i go back to eating and you know broke it and you know i've done other fasts obviously and experienced similar things but um never as deep as i went on that one it's mm. so mm. interesting that you know as you do go back into you know eating foods and you know allowing kind of energy leakages and you know even just interacting with other people more and doing you know kind of merging with other organisms more like that sleep kind of becomes more necessary, I guess, to kind of reset yourself and allow your internal waters to calm and allow yourself to kind of recharge from giving energy out to the world. Whereas when you're in that state of solitude, you kind of are more introverted and more more like yin, more receiving, like allowing energies to come in more. So you're kind of like perpetually mm. being charged physically because you're not overly using the body in a physical way and going like to give energy to things. More so just observing. So in that state, it makes sense that, you know, the sleep would be less necessary. And, um, yeah, I feel like in general, another thing I want to add is that sometimes we find ourselves imbalanced on one side of a spectrum. For example, you know, we sleep too much or we eat too much. And then in the process of kind of restoring that balance, we tend to, I mean, just noticing a trend overall in the collective we tend to demonize the side that we were imbalanced towards and we try to really go to the other side. So a big one would be like, you know, um, you know, we, we lust too much when it comes to sex, right? As a, as a society, there's too much lust. 
So now we demonize lust and we think that lust should be something that we never engage in or that we never allow to be present in us, even though those things are inherently present in us. So there's a level of shame associated with that. And then same kind of thing associated with eating. You know, when we overeat and we realize that we've been eating too much, you know, we fast and then we kind of can get caught up in the fact of like we demonize food. And, you know, the same thing can kind of go with anything, whatever spectrum it is. You know, we are overly acid. I did a post about this today. We're overly acid. So now we're obsessed with alkalinity and we demonize acidity. And, you know, even though that we need a balance of both. So when it comes to anything, you know, it is great to compensate on the other side of the scale. When you're eating too much, fasting is a great opportunity. And then eventually we want to kind of find that balance. And anyone who's been on this journey long enough obviously knows that, you know, we want to find a balance between between both sides of the spectrum. And that's really what I've been I'm trying to emphasize to the Instagram community most most prevalently um, in recent times because I have noticed a lot of misinterpretation of my work and a lot of people taking my words and thinking that food, all food is bad and we should never eat and that, you know, things, you know, you should never, you know, do a lot of things and that there should be shame associated with, you know, when you give in after a fast and you eat, like then there's shame and there's guilt associated and life is never supposed to be filled with shame and guilt. Although those things are things that we have the capacity to feel, you know, I'm a big advocate for just going with the flow and kind of being graceful with yourself and allowing yourself to experiment and explore and seeing the results of things that you try and doing everything with awareness. That's really all it comes down to for me is awareness. And that's how you find balance. If you're not aware, that's how you get out of balance. You're not being conscious with things. That's how you get out of balance. And then choosing to be conscious and choosing to be aware is what eventually allows you to find your balance wherever that may be or whatever that may look like with whatever element may have been in balance <laughs> or element. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally with you on, on that journey and that path. Um, and in terms of the elements, I feel like we are always seeking the connections to the elements. Um, even if we are, like if we are aware or unaware, it doesn't matter. We're always having, that desire and we are seeking it and i think that's one of the reasons why we go into extremes of each element you know um because we are like not really conscious aware how to balance our energy field out and how to really get rid of the energy pollution which is basically the main thing why we suffer in any way uh and that's why I'm like going so many times in the water hole and then like, cleansing my body. Like right now I'm lacking a little bit with the fire element, but I would love to make a bonfire every night, you know, but um, I think if we, like it would be a nice experiment, you know, to just take like two weeks, three weeks and going out in the woods and like having every day a fire, cleansing yourself every day, like two, three times a day, mm-hmm. being like on, on the earth element, be balancing the diet, everything balancing perfect out and like doing the breath work and like just see how stable you are, you know? Uh, hmm. And if you are still go- wanting to go into extremes, if that's like any aspect, you know? Well, it would be really interesting to experiment for, for myself, for sure. Um, Definitely. I mean, I'm I'm somewhere that's pretty cold right now. So, I mean, when my foot heals, that's sounding like a pretty good option. And I got a nice little fire pit in the backyard, even I could just do an experiment yeah. and just light a fire every day for like weeks and just see you know notice the difference between being here without it and being here with it yeah 
<laughs> Go for it. Maybe I'll take a sh- maybe, I, maybe I'll even fuck around and take a shower. Baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. yeah. <laughs> or like you just have to collect enough urine so you can take a bath and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of coconut water for that. Uh, what do you think? Um, like, what I have a question. What do you think? Like, what is the imbalance, or what is the other extreme when we don't balancing out the water element? Like, when we don't, like, right now you don't, not, you don't immerse yourself in water that much, or, but you are still hydrating. But like, imagine you would not hydrate yourself, you would not take showers. What be like for the uh, for the average unconscious unconscious person? What is the behavior they do to to balance or to find the balance mm. in water? What do you think? So, I mean, usually the thing that I feel like we find ourselves doing when we are lacking in the water element is resorting to the earth element. So, I feel like dehydration kind of leads to more dehydration. And it's kind of like a like a water and air kind of thing being connected in a sense. And the fire and, I mean, water and earth being connected in a sense. And then fire and air being connected in a sense. Where, like, I feel like when we are lacking um, water we tend to go towards the earth and we tend to eat more um, when we're dehydrated. And then the more that we overeat, the more we want to overeat. Um, I feel like that's a tendency, but I feel like that of course brings us further away from balance. For me, I feel like when I am not showering, I feel like it's definitely just a, what, what I find myself doing is looping or, you know, just consuming lots of liquids and mm. like really enjoying Like I totally find myself consuming less liquids when I'm finding my body in liquid, you know, when I'm surfing and when I'm doing things, I find myself not really feeling the need to consume as much liquid wise. And when I'm not, you know, putting water on my skin or, you know, being like submerged in water, I find myself, you know, just patterns of drinking more, th more things. Mm. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, maybe like even when you, when you think about that, maybe that's also a reason why 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 people tend to drink like I don't know like whatever they drink, you know, like maybe that's also a reason why they tend more to drink unhealthy liquids um, because the the hydration in the water element is lacking, so they're just like confused about everything and start drinking alcohol and like whatever like soda. <laughs> Um, because there's totally yeah. like a there's total disconnection from the water element. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's like yeah, the dehydration kind of just leads to more dehydration. Unconsciousness mm -hmm. leads to more dehydrate, uh, more unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. Interesting concept. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good talk. We got into a lot of cool stuff. Is there anything else you want to add? maybe i just want to share like how how it changed like how working with the element changed my 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 personal life and my my capacity of energy and when i'm working with it um and what i'm what i'm doing you know to to practice it so um once i've learned about all that stuff i i really could see like how those things has their effect so i started to like shower twice a day or like i started to have a bath every day you know even though I've, i thought it's not good to bath every day so i did that and i was breathing into the water with the water in the water and it, and it's just like it has such a profound aspect and like effect on the body and the energetic field 
So I recommend like showering at least twice a day, you know, immersing yourself in water and hydrating. Um, then with the earth, I had like a very profound experience a few times already um, where I was burying myself in earth, like the, the mm. whole body ex except like the nose and, and the eyes. Uh, well, the eyes were covered too, just the nose and, and that's it. And I was just breathing and wow. I was doing, I was doing the conscious connected breathing and like it, it brought me so, so deep in just five minutes or something that I was like close to ego death and like what else not. It was so, so strong. I was like literally like tripping hardcore on like, uh, <laughs> DMT. <laughs> so, um, like that's like a huge thing to to experience with the earth element and like to major majorly bounce it out like the, to just bury yourself in, in sand or whatever and just breathe <laughs> um nice yeah i i did something similar not too long ago maybe september ish this year august um a couple yeah. of us we went to the beach and we just buried ourselves in the sand at the beach and did some breath work like in there and that was pretty powerful that was the first time i've ever done something like that and it was pretty pretty cool definitely definitely psychedelic yeah yeah at least. yeah in general like when you're combining the elements it's it's so powerful like you can you i mean you're you're a breathwork guru too so just like breathe try to breathe with the fire do do a session to give yourself a session on an open flame yeah. and like just like feel how 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 deeper how how, how deeper it can be and it is you know um, you can almost I just feel like, it as like a source of fuel, fueling like the visuals sometimes. Yeah. Like when you're when you're holding on the exhale, and you can kind of just feel the flames, and you can hear it, and you can kind of like feel the fire, even though your eyes are closed, and you can like see it through your eyelids almost. And it's like it communicates to you, and you see the fractals and the colors, and you kind of feel like it's coming from the fire, like it's coming mm -hmm. through your skin, like up to your brain, to your eyes, to like see it. Super trippy. Exactly, and I just had, I just had, ju I just received a message today from from a client of mine, um, and I like where I gave her a session like I don't know last week or two two weeks ago, and um, she was she's in a, in Europe, so in the cold, and she was breathing with with an open fire uh, oven or whatever. And she, I gave her a session. She was laying in the living room next to the fire, and her session was super 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 powerful. And then she told me in a voice message just today that. The session was over she was integrating and she was wanting to stand up and like you know go back to daily life and she was sitting up and like sitting in front of the fire and suddenly like she went into the conscious connected breathing again you know she went into an energy cycle again without even wanting it mm -hmm. so like she had no control almost over over her breathing and her her body so and the body just started to keep to to breathe in that way again i was like wow yeah that's that's mm -hmm. wild you know like the fire and the combination with the fire had such a profound uh, effect on, on on the breathing and being in that state of like i don't know you know like total total liberation and like bliss so i found that very powerful too for sure it's beautiful stuff let me think anything else oh yeah the trial for the earth element um, oh yeah is the is the darkness one so they'll bring people in like tunnels for example like there's one like on maui there's like tunnels that you know the chinese built like years ago and you know they they come out the other side but you know if you go in there it's completely completely dark 
and it's something where you have to kind of trust and go into the darkness not knowing what to expect until you come out the other side. So someone will guide you through like walking through the tunnel and some people like really have trouble pushing past that mental boundary of like not knowing what's ahead and going into the complete darkness and you know trusting that there's another side to come out of and that there's not you know whatever it is that's in there or whatever. So that would be the earth element trial kind of going within the earth into the darkness like in like a cave or in a tunnel or something and you know, pushing past a mental boundary in that sense. Oh, I definitely want to check out. I want to try all those trials. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, where can everybody find you? I know you're on Instagram as Tao the Sun. You can check that out on the screen for the spelling, guys, and your link tree, right? Yeah, Evelyn Tree. Uh-huh. Tell us on. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's basically it where you find more information about rebirthing breathwork and what I'm offering. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Kev, for coming on. Yeah, Much thank you for having me. Much Nick. love, everybody. Much love. No doubt. Definitely excited <laughs> to have you on here and talk about more stuff. I know me and you could talk forever about a bunch of different stuff, so yeah um, yeah this topic was that's that's excited it. that we kind of just got this going while it was fresh uh-huh for sure all right thank you everybody again for tapping in much love everybody peace peace <laughs>